Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit It's 49ers Cutback Podcast Time. Welcome to the show, everyone. The game preview show, 49ers versus Arizona Cardinals. Going to be getting all into this matchup. The key matchups on offense and defense, of course. But wow, that's bold predictions. And then picking the winner of this game. Thank you guys all for coming through and checking out this episode. Because whenever it comes to 49ers versus Arizona Cardinals, you just know it's going to be a good one. Uh, the 49ers and Cardinals have just had some interesting matchups over the last few years. And now we've got a situation where San Francisco is going into a game and it's a hat and t-shirt game for them. They potentially can clinch the NFC West and check off another box. They already clinched the playoffs. So that was you know, one of the goals they had this season. Another one is winning your division. And the 49ers have this game and they're capable of doing so. Then, of course, you also want to maintain your positioning in the NFC because one of your goals along the way to getting to the Super Bowl is to make sure you lock up that number one spot in the NFC playoffs. If you have that number one seed, that means all roads lead through Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, and that means you also only play two playoff games to get to the Super Bowl instead of three, and a lot of times those three are on the road. Now, with the 49ers record, the road games would be few and far between, but you want to make sure you stay in prime territory. And here comes the Arizona Cardinals. And we've seen the 49ers have some interesting matchups at the end of the season with teams that really shouldn't have any opportunity to beat them or any way to beat them. And it happens, right? In 2019, it was the Atlanta Falcons. For no reason at all, the 49ers dropped that game. Of course, it ended up not mattering. 49ers got the number one seed in the playoffs, rolled through the playoffs, and got to the Super Bowl. But this is a different season. You have two teams really, you know, right there on your heels. The Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles, and right behind them, even the Detroit Lions. So keeping this role is going to be very important for the San Francisco 49ers. They need to make sure that they stay intact with where the rest of the NFC is. And you've got to make sure you win. 
You can't run into situations where you don't win the football game, and the 49ers are definitely going to be doing that here this week. They're going to be probably facing an Arizona team uh, that's still motivated. That's one thing you can say about Jonathan Gannon's team. They stay motivated to win, and I can't wait to talk about it. There's some interesting matchups. Some things have changed from Arizona from the time that we played them early on in the season, of course. Joshua Dobbs not there. Kyler Murray is. Uh, he's go. He's played four games now. So this is back to being Kyler Murray's team. James Conner still running the football effectively, but there's still some changes. And, of course, 49ers are dealing with some injuries as well. We'll be getting into all that in this matchup. But you're going to bet, bet with Bet Online. All the major pro sports are in action this week with college football playoffs ready to kick off. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get into the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, let's get into this matchup. Let's talk about how exactly the 49ers are going to have to handle the Arizona Cardinals. And, Please like and subscribe to the channel. Appreciate it. Audio platform, 49ers Cut Back On Believe, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. But we're on the push for 5K, so I'm going to ask for your subscription. 49ers run game versus the Cardinals defense. And this one is the most glaring advantage for the 49ers that you could possibly find on this roster. Because when you look at the effectiveness that the Arizona Cardinals have had on the ground this year, it really hasn't been good as far as stopping the run. And they lost their number one linebacker in Kaiser White. He was there playing San Francisco in week four, but now he's not available. He's injured. He's on the IR, and their run defense has definitely taken a step back. They already struggled. They had interior defensive linemen and uh, guys on the edge that haven't been very good at stopping the run this season. And then when their linebackers took a hit, that ultimately led to them really struggling to stop the run. They give up 123 yards on the ground. I'm sorry, 139 yards on the ground. 139, that's a lot of yards to be given up on the ground, especially when the 49ers enter this game with a run game that gets 139 yards per game on the ground. So uh, the if you just went off the averages there, the odds are the 49ers are rushing for 140 yards in this game are pretty darn close. There's going to be a definite attempt to get Christian McCaffrey going against this Arizona Cardinals defense. And, of course, with Kyle Shanahan, that's always the goal. You know, sometimes you have to do it a roundabout way. Sometimes you have to go into the passing game, and that'll open up things for the run game. Sometimes you just get the run game going, and that opens up things for the passing game. In this situation, we'll see what Arizona decides to do. But they've got to figure out how to stop the run of the 49ers or it's going to be an absolute long day for them. The 49ers are able to get a run game going with Christian McCaffrey and Jordan Mason. And Elijah Mitchell is out for this game. He was ruled out for a second straight week. So it's going to be Jordan Mason that's going to be handling most of the carries. And I'm sure we'll get some Debo Samuel sprinkled in there as well. But if they can establish a run game and run consistently on Arizona, Arizona Cardinals are going to have to do what a lot of teams don't want to do. They're going to have to take one of those safeties and put them in the box. And why is that significant for Arizona? Well, they've got some young guys that they're playing at corner. They've been going on the outside. They've been putting Antonio Hamilton and Garrett Williams. But when the 49ers played them before, it was Marco Wilson and Cottrell Clark. 
So they're going with a little bit of a young movement. They're testing some guys out, seeing what they can do on the outside. And the 49ers have Brandon Ayuk that can absolutely take advantage of him. So you don't really want to leave these guys on an island and not allow Buda Baker or Thompson to come in and help, you know, cover over the top. If you have to put in one of those guys in the box, it's going to open up some things for Ayuk in this passing game down the field. We've seen the 49ers have a tremendous amount of effect recently with explosive plays. They had 12 explosive plays last week against, uh, you know, a pretty good defense in Seattle. Uh, but they were, all these explosive plays were huge. They had eight in the passing game, four in the run game, one that was 72 yards, long in the passing game of 54 yards to Debo Samuel for a touchdown. So explosives happen when you are forcing teams to come and crowd the box. Of course, we used to not have a, a guy that could consistently win vertically down the field. Brock Purdy has been very good at winning down the field and finding openings to take advantage. So... What happens? You get that run game going. They want to cram the box. It used to be a problem for the 49ers. They bring eight guys in the box. They dare you to throw. They take away the middle of the field and say, hey, you guys are going to struggle to beat us. Well, not with Brock. And Brock is able to execute everywhere. So now when teams come into the box, there's a fear. The 49ers are going to get an explosive touchdown down the field. So bringing eight guys in the box against this 49ers team is dangerous. So if the 49ers establish a run game, and that is what Arizona has to do, because every defense will tell you they hate explosive plays, but another thing that they absolutely hate and maybe hate more than explosive plays is somebody that methodically marches down the field executing a dominant run game. You start feeling helpless, like you can't stop it, like there's nothing you can do. So defensive coordinators start selling out, bringing extra guys in the box and going after you. And what does that do? it opens up other things, right? If you're committing more guys to the box and stopping the run, that leaves less guys on the outside to cover your receivers. Less built-in safeties just in case they go deep down the field. So establishing the run game is going to be paramount for the 49ers. And let's be honest, if they rush for close to 140 yards in this game, which the numbers tell us that is a distinct possibility, they're going to have a really good chance to win. Arizona is going to come in and try to stop it. They're going to try to come in there and load up the box and stop this run, but I think it's going to be a little bit of a problem for them. Without Kaiser White, I just don't think they can do it without bringing a safety in. Another reason that's significant with they bring in a safety into the box is that will open up George Kittle, right? The matchups between George Kittle and Buda Baker have been pretty great. Back and forth, just getting each other from Kittle throwing Baker. Baker not allowing Kittle to get a lot done. The matchups have been fun to watch. But if you have to engage a safety into the box, that opens up things for George Kittle. And we all know George Kittle gets going, and it's dangerous. We remember Mexico City last year, George Kittle went off. So the 49ers know that whenever they start committing more guys to the box to stop the run game, not just opens it up for Ayuk on the outside, but it also opens it up for George Kittle because the guy that they're going to use is one of those safeties, which means you're going to get a matchup that you like for Kittle. They definitely ain't covering him with a linebacker. That's not happening. George Kittle cannot get covered by a linebacker. It also will open up things for Debo Samuel because Debo Samuel will be going against Starling Thomas or Cottrell Clark in the nickel. That, that's advantage Debo. I mean, Debo Samuel and the 49ers passing game should have distinct advantages across the board against the Arizona Cardinals. 
Cardinals defense hasn't been terrible against the pass. They've given up 216 yards this season. That's not bad. But part of the reason it's not that bad is because teams are running for nearly 140 yards on the ground. They just don't have to run. They just don't have to throw the ball very consistently. So getting in there and establishing a run game will open things up for big time plays down the field. And remember, Brock Purdy had a brilliant game against them. Like 21 of 22, over 90% completion percentage, passing the football, just efficient and effective. Uh, there are openings and there's opportunities for the 49ers to get the ball to their receivers down the field. And I think this is the case. Run game leads to play action, leads to timely throws, leads to explosives. And so the 49ers know that they want to establish a run game early. If the Arizona Cardinals want to flip the script, bring five bigs to the line of scrimmage and try to stop the run, eight guys in the box, then the 49ers are going to take advantage of them with explosive plays. And with Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle, you have three of the most explosive playmakers in the entire league. With the ball in Debo's hands, good things happen. He has been wonderful during this five-game winning streak, over 500 yards, 565 yards uh, from scrimmage. He, he's lighting it up right now. And these guys are all getting close to 1,000 yards. Uh, Brandon Ayuk went over 1,000 last game. Christian McCaffrey has rushed for over 1,000 yards this season. So they, they've got numbers that they're looking to reach, and they're going to have a good opportunity in this game. Now, of course, while all that's going on, you have Spencer Burford back in the mix. Aaron Banks has been dealing with an injury, but he's likely to play in this game. He returned to practice on Friday. So running the football will take the pressure off those interior offensive linemen because you don't want the Aaron Banks, who's been dealing with injury, to be put in bad situations of third and long. His pass protection hasn't been as effective. He struggled with Leonard Williams a little bit last week, which is to be expected anyways, let alone if you're hurt. But Burford will be coming back, and the 49ers want to continue to establish a consistent run game and take the pressure off that O-line. By getting that run game going, it makes it easier. You can move the pocket. Uh, defensive linemen have to be a little bit more leery, and they have to take a slower pass rush. So I think the 49ers are going to look to establish the run game, also to take pressure off that offensive line where those young guys have been dealing with injuries. Another thing that's going to happen by establishing the run game is getting time of possession in your favor. Funny thing is the 49ers have had two blowout victories, uh, one against Philadelphia and one against Seattle, and in neither game did they win the possession time of possession. Now, it was close, uh, but they've had – been winning with so much explosive plays, they just don't have the ball as much. So the defense does play more than they would when you maintain possession. So we'll see if the 49ers still maintain possession or win time of possession this time. I'm not sure if that's going to be the case. Now, of course, once you're doing that, if you're running the ball consistently, that means you're staying on schedule. Stay on schedule, you can convert on third down. The 49ers third down ratio has been great. The last two weeks, They've been over 50%. In fact, in Philadelphia, they were over 72% conversion percentage on third down. That is elite classic caliber play. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. Over on the defensive side of the ball, 49ers got to do the inverse. They got to stop the run because the Arizona Cardinals have been very effective in the run game. James Conner and the Arizona Cardinals team, the reason they beat the Dallas Cowboys was that run game. They were very effective at getting... Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today 
at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. The ball, you know, up the field vertically, and he runs so hard. He runs violently. He's a tough guy to bring down. So Connor is going to be a tough test for the 49ers. And there's one thing the Cardinals do really well. It's run the football. So this is their big, their big advantage that they have. Now, if you look at the 49ers defense, normally they give up 79 yards per game on the ground. That is absolutely spectacular. But Javon Hargrave is out. That became official. Eric Armstead is out. That's official. So you're rolling with a starting unit of Javon Kinlaw and Kevin Givens. Your next backup is Kalia Davis, and the likelihood is you're going to have T.Y. McGill or Alex Barrett come up. My guess would be McGill. If that's the case, you are definitely taking a hit in the run defense part of this game. So the 49ers linebackers are going to be significant. Now, the good news is Fred Warner, he's playing. Bray Greenlaw looks like he's going to be playing as well. Uh, he returned to practice on Friday, which means you're going to have two-thirds of your starting linebacker group. But going along with Armstead and Hargrave missing, you're also going to be missing your starting Sam linebacker in Oren Burks. He's going to be out with a couple weeks with knee tendonitis. They're trying to get it to quiet down. He's been dealing off and on with knee injuries since training camp. So the 49ers know that stopping the run is going to be paramount. How aggressive are they going to get in stopping the run? They've never been afraid to bring a safety in the box. But whenever they can, Steve Wilkes likes to leave two safeties high. Leave Deshaun Gibson high, leave Jair Brown high, and then occasionally bring them in, move them around pre-snap and post-snap to kind of confuse the opposing quarterback. If they have to engage one of those safeties to help, this is when you get into some sticky situations down the field. So it's paramount that the 49ers are able to stop the run still with a seven-man box. Having Dre and Fred's great. Having Kinlaw, I feel good about. My question marks are Givens because Kevin Givens last week against Seattle looked superb. He looked fantastic. I That Kevin Givens is great. And this is kind of the way Kevin Givens operates. Certain matchups and certain games, he's dynamic. He plays behind the line of scrimmage, and he just causes problems. His penetration's great. He gets in the backfield, and he, he plays well. When he gets double teamed, and the, and the team is good at double teaming, and they drive him off the ball, those are the matchups he really struggles with. When he can't get skinny and get upfield and cause problems in the backfield, then he gets pushed into linebackers, and that's when a team can have an effective run game. So normally you have Hargrave, you have Armstead, you don't worry about it. And when you roll in Givens and Kinlaw, you have another guy that can still do it. Well, now when you go to your second unit, Kalia Davis is built a lot like Givens. His game is a lot like Givens. Those similar problems befell him. If he gets into a double-team situation, he can get pushed off the ball. That is concerning because that could cause problems for the linebackers to be able to get downhill and make tackles. T.Y. McGill, it's hit and miss. Sometimes he beats double teams, sometimes he doesn't. This is one of those situations where the four years are going out there with the absolute behemoth, a monster in Javon Kinlaw, and then three guys who are all built on penetration, they're all built on speed, and they're all you know built low. They've got to stay low this week. They can't get pushed off the football. If they do, Arizona's going to be able to get a run game going. If Arizona is able to get a run game going on offense, that could be a problem for the 49ers defense. Also missing Oren Burks because Oren Burks is good at getting downhill and getting in his lane and making tackles when it's his responsibility to do so. 49ers are more likely going to be having Demetrius Flanagan fouls starting at Sam Linebacker. And one of the things Flanagan fouls isn't great at is pulling the trigger, going downhill, and making tackles. 
a little slower, a little bit slower to pull the trigger. And let's remember, this was Flanagan Fowles was a restricted free agent. The 49ers did not tender him a contract. He was the contract expired, and then they brought him back. So this is a guy, yes, they feel comfortable with him. They've had him around for a long time. But how effective he is as far as playing defense, it hasn't been great. Who are the other options? Well, you got D. Winters. Steve Wilkes talked about D. Winters has looked pretty good. He's definitely built to run sideline to sideline, and he has really good instincts. But so far, we haven't seen that uh, materialize, and the maturation process isn't all the way there. But he's a young player. Then he talked about Jalen Graham and how Jalen Graham transitioned from safety to linebacker. He's still got a lot to learn. So the 49ers more than likely are going out there with DFF for a couple weeks. This is going to be something to watch. You had your starting defensive line. They could definitely mask and help DFF. But right now, this is going to be an issue. Unless DFF steps up, and I'm hoping he does. Got the talent. He's got the speed. Been in the system long enough. He knows, understands what he's supposed to do. But this is going to be a key. The good thing for the 49ers, they set a pretty good edge. They got good defensive ends that can do it. And that'll help keep the run game inside where these guys can make the play. So interior defensive line play is going to be one of the most important matchups in this game going against the Arizona Cardinals. And if the Cardinals are able to run the game effectively like they have been and rush for over 100 yards on the ground with James Conner, that's when you might have some problems for the 49ers. So that's the main goal is stopping the run game. And then after that, you got to keep Kyler Murray in the pocket, right? I mean, this is one of the most important things. I thought we got some cool insight from Wilkes and Shanahan this week where they talked about how it was different from Jalen Hurts to Kyler Murray. They talked about the fact Jalen Hurts, they wanted wanted more to force him to the edge because they felt their speed, they were going to be able to run him down. Or if he went straight through the A or B gap in the middle of the defense, that that was where he was more dangerous. So it was actually important for them to funnel him to the sidelines and make him run that way and then chase him down. With Kyler Murray, it's different. You don't want to let him get to the outside because his speed is ridiculous and there's not very many defensive players that can even run him down. So now it's all about keeping him in the pocket and keeping him hemmed up. And one of the things that was interesting that Kyle said uh, in the game plan show with um, Craig Papa was the fact that he saw that this year Kyler Murray doesn't get as deep of a drop. So Kyler was always in the shotgun running that college offense, and he would end up getting really deep trying to prevent sacks. And sometimes when he got sacked, it'd be huge losses. But now he's playing more under center. He's playing more within the pocket, which means the 49ers could have more opportunities for sacks, even though he won't be losing as many yardage. Because when you lost that much yardage before, that play was pretty much, right, that drive was pretty much over. That play ended it. So I think the 49ers know what they got to do. Keep them in the pocket, which means you've got to be very good on the outside of not rushing too far upfield. You're an edge defender. You've got to make sure you bend this nice and tight. You've got to keep them in the pocket. And they need interior push. You can't lose your lanes. You've got to push it. Collapse this pocket on top of him. Very important. Make Kyler Murray defeat you from the pocket with consistent passes and consistent throws. With that being said, They've got fast wide receivers on the outside. Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore. Uh, they got Pascal. They got you know Michael Wilson. They got talented dudes. So what you have to make sure you do is not allow that speed uh, to get in your head. Yes, you have to respect the speed. You have to respect them being able to go vertical. But you can't give them too much respect. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you play too far off respecting their speed, they're going to get some easy uh, throws underneath, 
And Kyler Murray being able to get rid of the football quickly is not what you want. You want to be able to take away reads one and two. The only way you can do that is by not giving too much cushion and having enough space to be able to come up and drive on those footballs. You start playing too far off because you're worried about a deep pass, you're going to allow him to just pick you apart. Because even though Dobbs wasn't able to do that in week four consistently, I believe Kyler Murray can. Even though Kyler Murray's only completing around 60% of his passes since he's come back from injury, if you give him easy throws, he's talented enough to throw precise throws and be able to convert. So 49ers, Yamato Lenore, Ambry Thomas, we'll see if Charvarius Ward plays. Uh, That one's a little bit more up in the air. There's a possibility he could. It's going to be a situation where you want to show respect to those guys, but not too much respect. And then, of course, Tashawn Gibson, you've played against some of the best tight ends in the league this year, and you've done a great job. And now the four yards are going to ask you to do it again because uh, Trey McBride's been having a really good season, over 50 catches, and he is a beast once he gets the ball in his hands. So uh, Gibson has been the one that's limited tight ends all season. It used to be a problem for the 49ers in past years. Tight ends would go off when they played the 49ers. Not anymore. And a big reason why is Deshaun Gibson. He will come up, play them man up, press them from the line of scrimmage. He's tough. He's taken away some of the best tight ends this year. So 49ers know they got Deshaun Gibson. He's going to have to handle McBride. And that's really important this week. So respect the speed, but don't give it too much respect that it kills you with underneath throws. And then, of course, Deshaun Gibson take away though that tight end. I think that's going to be important on defense, but it all starts with stopping the run. You don't stop James Conner in the run game, you're going to have problems. Uh, you want to force third and longs. It's a must. 49ers offense, we talked about this a little bit, how good they've been in the last couple games. They have 47% conversion rate on third down right now, getting close to that 50% that I've been wanting and been wanting them to get to. If they're 50% consistently as a offense on the season, they are going to be very hard to beat. And that's what you're seeing. This team elevating on third down, their plays elevating. They're so efficient on offense. They're becoming one of the most elite offenses that we've seen in a little while. On the other side, the Arizona Cardinals, they convert at 37%. The 49ers give up third down conversions on defense at 39%. So um, if you hold them under 40%, you have a really good chance. 49ers need to continue to get better on defense on third down and get that number down. Some garbage time. First downs last week definitely helped. Uh, But the 49ers have been up and down on third down this season. They've given up too many third down conversions. They need to get that number down to 35%. They need to be stiffer. They need to be tougher on third down and not allow teams to convert. As far as the Cardinals, they're one of the worst in the league. In fact, the two worst defenses against third down in the entire league are the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the worst, and the Arizona Cardinals, who are the second worst And when the 49ers played the Eagles, they got 72% of their third downs converted. Crazy, right? Well, now here's Jonathan Gannon. And guess who he used to be defensive coordinator for? Philadelphia Eagles. And his defense gives up 46% conversions on third down. 49ers need to be very effective. Uh, There's a real good chance they can be close to 50%. And if they are 50% converting on third down, they're going to win the time of possession. And they're going to absolutely have a chance to take this game over. When it comes to turnovers, the 49ers are the number one team in the NFL with uh, 17 interceptions. That's most. They have 23 takeaways total. And they also have the best turnover differential in the entire league at plus 11. The Arizona Cardinals, they've turned the ball over 15 times. They've gotten 15 turnovers. So they are zero turnover differential. Uh, So 15 turnovers is not bad as far as 
you know, what you do on offense and then getting 15 is kind of middle of the road, both cases. So the 49ers plus 11 definitely do better taking care of the football and creating turnovers. The 49ers do it the best in the interceptions in the entire league. Going ahead and getting a couple more last week. Jair Brown, big interception. Fred Warner, big interception. And almost had a couple more, including a Diameter Lenore interception wiped by a Nick Bosa penalty. So uh, 49ers need to win the turnover battle. Last week it was even. I will say the same thing I said um, last week. If you have an even turnover battle, the 49ers should defeat the Arizona Cardinals. But if you win the turnover battle, you have a real good chance of blowing them out of the water. Uh, so you got to make sure you convert on third down, you get turnovers. If you do those things, you have a really good chance to win the football game. And ultimately, that's what you want to do. So now it's time for my Wow That's Bold predictions. Wow, that's really bold. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's got to be really bold. It's got to be whoa. So my bold predictions this week, I'm going to start on the offensive side of the football, is this one is kind of a, a big one. Okay, I'm going with multiple players uh, with, with an action. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk all score a touchdown in this game. I think the 49ers are, are going to have all four of those guys getting into the end zone and spreading the wealth. I mean, we've seen Debo going off the last couple weeks. We've seen games where Christian McCaffrey, in fact, the last time he played Arizona, he scored four touchdowns. And really, Kyle talked about the fact he should have helped him get that fifth one. So I think in this game, though, they spread the wealth. The way this offense is operating, the way that they've been able to get each one of the playmakers the football, I think you're going to see a lot of players involved in the action. And Kyle Shandia continues to just scare defenses. Oh, you want to show too much help to Debo? Good luck with Christian McCaffrey. Oh, you're going to stay, take away McCaffrey and Debo? George Kittle or Brandon Ayuk are going to kill you. And I think pick your poison is just going to be too much. My other while that's bold on offense is going to be that Brock continues his streak of 70% completion percentage and what one touchdown tying Joe Montana as the only quarterback with eight straight. It'll be the eighth straight game for Brock Purdy that he's over 70% completion with at least one touchdown. I think Brock Purdy does it again. I think he's going to be highly effective in this football game. He's going to be playing in front of a lot of friends and family that are going to be there to support him. It's the first game in Arizona uh, since 2021. So this is going to be a lot of fun. And I think that Brock Purdy's going to have himself a really big game. He's going to get the ball to his playmakers and the playmakers are going to do things for him on defense. I think Diomedo Lenore is going to get an interception. Yeah. Diomedo Lenore had two opportunities last week. One white by Nick Bosa. The other went in and out of his hands. I think this week Diomedo Lenore gets a big interception and I think it'll be pivotal early in the game for the 49ers to have turnovers. I think Demo's going to get a turnover in this game. And then Chase Young. I think Chase Young's going to get two sacks. I do. I like some of the things he did off the edge, but I think some of the pressure packages that Steve Wilkes is going to put on are going to leave opportunities. I think you're going to get Kyler Murray. Sometimes he likes to just try to escape, and he'll spin around away from Nick Bosa. And I think he's going to spin right into the waning arms of uh, our guy Chase Young. And I think he's going to get two sacks in this football game. And I think everyone's going to be like, all right, here we go, Chase. Uh, so I think that's going to be my second, wow, that's bold prediction, Chase Young. Thanks. And now it's time for the score prediction, 49ers versus Arizona Cardinals. 
This one's going to be absolutely fantastic. And I've got the San Francisco 49ers winning this game. I think they're going to run the football too consistently. I think they've got the playmakers have a huge advantage against the Arizona Cardinals uh, pass defense. And I think the offensive line is going to hold up enough against the pass rushers of the Arizona Cardinals. I think offense is going to be on display. Now, I don't think defense is going to be bad. I think they're going to be effective. But I do expect Arizona to get a little bit of a run game going with James Conner and take advantage of some of the injuries to the interior defensive line and Oren Burks at linebacker. And I think there'll be a couple of plays down the field that give Ambry Thomas a little bit of problems because of the speed. I think some of the times he's going to play off too far. They're going to have catches underneath um, and they're going to have some drives. But ultimately, the 49ers are just too good. The Arizona Cardinals cannot win this football game. 49ers win this game 34-17. And then they go and they put their t-shirt and hat on and they, they celebrate winning the NFC West, knowing that the job isn't done but that they've checked another box and then they can turn their attention to the Baltimore Ravens to finish out bird hunting season with a big game on Christmas day. So 49ers win this game against the Arizona Cardinals 34, 17. Let me know what you think the score prediction is going to be in the comment section. Let me know what your wow. That's bold going to be in the comment section. I'm really curious what you have to say about it. Um, and I appreciate you all coming through like, and subscribe to the channel. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys have fun watching football all day today, all day tomorrow. Um, watch the Monday night game. It's important for the 49ers. Seattle versus Philadelphia. So that one's going to be interesting. Um, there's going to be plenty of content coming up all throughout next week as well. So make sure you join me for all of it. You guys are the best. Uh, this episode of 49ers Cutback brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. So I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu.